welcome to the VitaFoods Insights podcast. Join us as we explore the latest science and innovation, helping the global health and nutrition industry connect, develop and progress. Today's host is Natalia Franca Rocha, content producer. Hello and welcome back to another VitaFoods Insights podcast. I'm joined today by Aureli Pichet, who is Executive Director at Specialized Nutrition Europe, also known as SNE. SNE is the voice of the specialized nutrition industry across Europe. On the 22nd of February 2021, SNE welcomed the first white standard to prevent the presence of doping substances in sport nutrition and food supplements. The standard is called Send Dietary Supplements and Sports Foods Free of Doping Substances. And today, Aureli is joining me to discuss a little bit more about this new standard and what it means for the nutraceutical industry. Thank you so much for joining me today, Aureli. Thank you for this invitation. So to start us off, why is this new standard important for the nutraceutical industry? So, so far in Europe, several national and private standards were coexisting to certify that sport nutrition products are free of doping substances and or to prevent the presence of prohibited substances in sport nutrition products. With the publication of this same standard on the 22nd of February, for the first time ever, a national standardization agencies across Europe, so from 34 European countries, observer countries, as well as interested stakeholders, have been discussing and aligning on a European-wide standard which lays down good development on manufacturing practices aimed at preventing the presence of prohibited substances in food intended for sports person and food supplements. As SNE, we are therefore delighted by the adoption and the publication of this standard, as it is laying down the foundation of a generalized and harmonized quality assurance system necessary to minimize the risk of inadvertent doping use through sport nutrition products. It is also providing the same level of security to all sports persons across Europe. This same standard is voluntary on food business operators complying with the general and specific requirements laid down in the standard will be able to inform consumers about their compliance with this standard. That's really great to hear. And the implementation of this new standard definitely sounds like a great achievement for the industry. And so now looking slightly ahead into the future based on the implementation of this standard, what changes should we expect to see within the sports nutrition and the food supplement sectors in the upcoming months and years? So first of all, there will be some communication work to be done to all food business operators developing and manufacturing sport nutrition and food supplements. We have all our role to play to ensure that they are aware of these standards and understand the general and specific requirements laid down in these standards so that it can be broadly used across Europe. The European sport nutrition market in Europe is diverse ranging from multinational companies to small and medium-sized enterprises. Through its network of 19 national associations, SNE is committed to engage with its sport nutrition companies to explain and promote this new standard. 
Applying this same standard may require important changes on cost for certain companies in order for them to comply with all requirements laid down in the standards. To respond to your question, which changes can we expect in the upcoming months and years? We can expect a generalization of the application of this new SEN standard on the sports nutrition and food supplements European market. For us, it's an absolutely great news as the standard will act as a toolbox offering to companies all the tools, including internal external audit, to raise the bar to prevent and minimize the presence of doping substances in sports nutrition products. It will also promote the harmonization of practices to ensure a safe use of sports nutrition products for European consumers. And what are the requirements and changes that companies should pay close attention to keeping compliance with the SANI standard? So to comply with the same standard, a large range of good development and manufacturing practices have been listed in the standard and should be followed by companies so that the sports food can be labeled indicating its compliance with the requirements of the same standards. These requirements encompass several aspects from the selection of ingredients, the selection of suppliers of ingredients and their commitment for ingredient supplies and traceability system, the competence of personnel of staff within the industries regularly trained and updated on the World Anti-Doping Agency list, the WADA list, prohibiting substances and methods. There is also the design of premises and production tools documents control requirements, requirements on the composition and formulation of product, and finally also requirements in relation to the management system of non-conformities. So as you see, this is setting an ambitious and integrated quality assurance system for companies manufacturing sport nutrition and food supplements. It does sound a very ambitious standard, but also great for the industry. And when considering the consumers themselves, how does this new standard affect the lives of consumers, athletes, and the sports people as well? There is a strong demand from sports person and professional athletes to avoid positive doping substances control. Manufacturers are fully aware of this consumer's demand and this standard offers the opportunity to ensure the loyalty of sport nutrition products. Prohibited substances, mainly anabolic agents or stimulants, are included in this prohibited list by the World Anti-Doping Agency. Such substances are harmful to health, causing mainly cardiovascular adverse effects. So through this standard, athletes and sports persons across Europe will be able to trust sport nutrition products they consume. Last but not least, also across Europe, common information 
will be delivered to sports person on the sport nutrition product that they consume for the one complying with these new sense standards. And this will also help resolving current misunderstanding which may appear from fragmented labeling schemes available today to consumers across Europe. Well, that's really amazing to see how the implementation of this new standard has so many positive effects amongst both the nutraceutical companies as well as the consumers. So based on that, I was also wondering how does this initiative differs from or accelerates others in the global market? Just for example, the NSF Certified for Sport or Informed Choices efforts. This standard has been adopted and consensually agreed by national standardization bodies across Europe. In a certain sense, we can also name it as a public standard and can be purchased from the SEN webpage for a couple of hundred euros. The other doping schemes that you are referring are private doping certification available to sport nutrition manufacturers. They offer numerous quality components as every batch testing, but again, their testing is focusing on a defined list of substances. The risk zero does not exist, also for doping. As SNE, we believe that the same standard can accelerate and favor the generalization and implementation of an integrated quality assurance system to prevent and minimize the presence of doping substances in sport nutrition through the ambitious tools laid down in the standard. This standard, together with private doping certification scheme, can work complementarily to continuously accelerate efforts to prevent and minimize the presence of doping substances in sport nutrition so that sports people can use safely sport nutrition products available on the European market. Thank you so much, Aoheli, for sharing more about this new Senate standard with our audience. I'm sure it has been very beneficial for our listeners to keep up to date with the developments and the implementation of new standards in the industry. So again, thank you so much for joining me for this podcast episode. Thank you, Natalia.